This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, July 9th, 2017. Reaching out here. Selfies, did you know that in 2013, the word of the year was selfie? The word of the year was selfie. So with this advent of cell phones and we can, oh gosh, that is not good at all. Post it. Post it. Okay, hang on, I'll post it right now. Uh, Facebook, here we go. Here we go. Post. Oh, not good. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun. You know, we put stuff on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat, but selfie is the complete opposite of who we are as Christians. Selfie is the flip of living Christian. We have an axiom around here. It's called INAM. Who knows what that means? It's not about me. I am. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're talking about uh, it's not about me. So good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones, and 99.9% .9 of the time I'm here, and my husband Alan's here, and we're a tag team preaching duo, but he's off doing God's work in a different capacity today. Would you pray with me, please? God, thank you so much for the opportunity to share. I am a sinner, and I've been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I'm humbled. Thank you. Use my words, and I pray that those here gathered would be changed and transformed by your love. I pray this in your name. Amen. All right, so today is week two of Reach Out, Reach Out. I love that song, Barry. That just revs me up, and I saw Deb Morgan out there dance. We'll have to put that in the office on Monday. That'll be fun. Reach out. This is a series that deals with mission. Last week, we talked about reaching out with a shoebox, and we had a, a precious speaker, Jackie Stewart, who was from Guatemala, when she received a shoebox when she was just five years old. The next three weeks, we'll be talking about reaching out here, there, and everywhere. And so today is here. So what is mission anyway? That's a word that we are all very familiar with, but we had to just look it up on the internet. Here's the definition. An important assignment carried out for political, religious, or commercial purposes, and the vocation or calling of a religious organization especially a Christian one, to go out into the world and spread its faith. Well, that definition really does work because it is an important assignment by God that God has given each one of us here today. And that assignment is to share the good news of what Jesus has done for each one of us, to share the good news here, there, and everywhere. And it is not about selfie, but it's about others. Barry, can you get into my Facebook and remove that picture, please? It's bad. 
Anyway, it all starts right here this morning. It starts here. What we're doing this morning, we often don't think of this as mission, but it is at the very core of who we are because our mission statement is to connect people with Jesus and the new life he offers. That's our mission. It starts right here. Through worship, teaching, sharing, praying, having Holy Communion together, baptisms, people professing their faith, uh, on and on. We are a mission to one another when we're in these walls. And we're especially in mission to those who are here for the first time. We are so glad, if that's you, that you're here. We hope that you feel welcome and loved. So how are we in mission to one another today? Well, it's by using our gifts, the gifts to serve. Serving is such an important part of mission. It's our response to what Jesus has done for each one of us. And so God calls us to use our gifts, our spiritual gifts, gifts like mercy and compassion and healing and teaching and leadership and administration and faith, gifts like craftsmanship. We had to really dig into that gift on Thursday. Picture, uh, many of you know that uh, torrential rains flood. Barry walked in, 5.15, I was in my office. He said, oh, care, it's good I was wearing flip-flops because it was, it was a lot of water. So I called our, our man, Jason Faulkner, who came right over. And guess what? Within an hour, he was joined by lots of people with shop vacs and all kinds of things to clean up the sanctuary and it was done in three hours. That's the body of Christ at its best. I was so proud. I was so proud of our church. I, I, I said to Jason and some others, like, it's good to be a connectionite. Because it's about digging deep and doing what we needed to do. And it's dry and it's... Uh, and it was under the stage. So we didn't know if the electricity under here was going to work this morning. Our praise team was canceled. They came in extra early this morning so that they could be prepared for today. That's using the gifts of God for the people of God. It is great to be a Connectionite. You know, by coming into this church today, for me, it's like a shot of encouragement. I don't know about you, but I need encouragement. Does anybody else need encouragement? Yeah, because life is hard, isn't it? Life is really tough, and we never know what's going to come at us at any given moment, any given day, whether we're at, at work, whether we're at home. And when we come in here, it just feels like, okay, it's encouraging, and I know that sometimes for some of you, it's, just, it's hard to just even just show up. And we're so glad that you did because we're all in this together. We need each other. 
it's so awesome in the parking lot to have a, a hello at the door, at the counter. Here um, for the ushers, the great food that we have, the snacks, you know, that's all a way that we can encourage one another. It's kind of like fuel. And for me, what it does is it sets me up to be in the right frame of mind to receive God's love and to receive God's word. It kind of settles me in enough so that I'm ready to receive. Today we're going to look at a passage in Matthew. It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's um, the life of Jesus, the ministry of Jesus in the New Testament of the Bible. And in this particular passage, Matthew 20, Jesus takes an opportunity to share a really important point to his disciples. Now, to preface this, the mother of James and John, who were uh, Jesus' disciples, she came to Jesus and asked Jesus to grant her two boys, she's not unlike us, to grant her two boys the most prominent places with Jesus in his coming kingdom. Now, the boys were standing there, and Jesus said to them, he asked, are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? And what Jesus was referring to was, are you willing to suffer the way that he soon would suffer? And they responded, oh yeah, we can. Well, the other ten disciples heard about this, heard that Mama was trying to get, a, get her boys in a prominent position, and they got kind of ticked off, they got angry. And so Jesus took this opportunity to bring them all together and to challenge them about their notions of importance, their notion of prominence. Looking at Matthew 20, verses 25 through 28, and this is the message version. So Jesus got them, the disciples, together to settle things down. He said, You've observed how godless rulers throw their weight around, how quickly a little power goes to their heads. It's not going to be that way with you. Whoever wants to be great must become a servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. That is what the Son of Man has done. He came to serve, not be served, and then to give away his life in exchange for the many who were held hostage. I would say that we're held hostage without a relationship with Christ because we're in chains. We're kind of in our own little incarcerated place without Christ coming to free us from our own chains. Jesus came to serve and not be served. He gave his life away so that we could find ours. I love the thought of that. I don't like the thought of him exchanging his life, you know, the, the suffering that he had to endure. But out of that, I am so grateful that he did for me, for each one of us here. Jesus was not about a selfie, but he was selfless. Selfless. Say selfless. Yeah, and he calls us to be the same right here at church. Now, as I was 
preparing for this message today, I went out to the bulletin board in the little kitchen area because there's a list of all the servers who are here today to serve. And then I went to Kathy Reed's station and looked at the list there. And then I thought about who's serving in the youth ministry. And then I added, you know, the music and tech team. Guess how many people are scheduled to serve just today? Who's on the list just today? 120. That's what it takes every Sunday. 120 people serving over three services. And that's today, 120 next week, 120 the following week, and it can't be the same 120. I would ask if you're not part of this to join the volunteer army because it is such a joy to serve in the name of Jesus Christ. There's a sign-up sheet at guest services. Lots of opportunities. If you put your name there, you're not going to be locked in forever. You can just try it out. But take advantage of the opportunity that God has for you. Reaching out. Not just here, but also beyond these walls. Beyond the walls of the church. This is where we start, but this is not where we end. It's our training ground. So as we reach out in mission, I guess that means that you're a missionary. Did you know that you are a missionary? We think of missionaries often of those who are going to West Virginia. Our kids are missionaries this week. Or if we make a foreign uh, mission in China or Africa. But you are a missionary right here, right now, in your own community. And as a church... We have a huge missional opportunity in August, the third week of August. It is our wonderful Peach Festival. Yeah, it's the Peach Festival, the third Saturday. You know, when we got together in July of 2001, Alan and I had no idea who was going to join us at that first meeting. Like, we're sitting in a room, we're like, is anybody going to show up? And People began to trickle in, and our very first activity together was the Peach Festival. Before we ever became a church, we were about outreach. We were about sharing God's love in a practical way, and we stood up on four corners. I know you guys remember. Handing out balloons, orange balloons, coming soon, Connection Church. We had no idea it would be here, and we gave out pumpkin-flavored cookies. But today, this is a really big deal. Our parking lot is full. We give away cool water. We give away snow cones and popcorn. We have inflatables. We have a bird show. We have puppetry and education coming. I'm so excited about it. And it's all free. And why? Why do we even bother? Why do we do this? Why do we take some of the tithes and offerings, and use it for that. It's because we want people to have a little taste of God's love. God's love that is free. No strings attached. And they just might be looking for a church home. They just might be looking for a place to belong, 
a place to raise their family, a place to grow spiritually. That's why we do what we do, to share God's love, no strings attached. Do you know Dave and Sharon Meriton and their daughter Ellie? Sharon's a team lead in the nursery at 8.30. Dave serves all over the place. They came through the Peach Festival. I know that they are thankful for the Peach Festival because they are growing spiritually as a family. And Ellie is growing as a, a young person in the garage. It's awesome. It's awesome. Shameless plug. We need 150 volunteers. You only have to serve three hours at a clip, or you could serve all day. Sign up in the lobby. We call all of this servant evangelism. We got that term from a pastor named Steve Shogren. We also uh, got something important from him that you all know and you think is, was ours first and it's not, sharing God's love in a practical way. That's who we are. That's what we're about. It's about letting people know that they are loved and cared for every single day with a cold bottle of water on a hot day in August or a cup of hot chocolate at the Christmas parade or a warm coat with our coat giveaway. Servant evangelism right here in the community. Like the food ministry. I'll tell you what, what started as picking up some sandwiches at Wawa has grown into needing to dedicate an entire room and getting five freezers and picking up food every single day of the week, having a team lead and all these teams now to share that. It's an incredible ministry. It's a way that we can say, we care about you. We love you. I heard that they ran out of food on Thursday. I noticed that many of you brought soup or mac and cheese or peanut butter. It's in the wagon. Thank you so much for keeping that stocked, and I know that we can continue to do that together. Reaching out. Like our student arts ministry, SAM, right here at CCC. It's an opportunity for our kids to learn about Jesus through the arts. I mean, God created that artisticness in us, and it's awesome, and it's not for our, just for our kids, but it's for the community. People pay for this. It's free here. It's free. And the missionaries who were involved in SAM, mentors, thank you. You make such a difference. Stay tuned for, uh, we're going to gear up for SAM again in September. Reaching out, it goes beyond our church walls. Opportunities to share God's love in a practical way in the community. About our daily bread, it's a feeding ministry down the street, and some folks here are involved in that. Or Code Purple, thank you so much, Tom Maloney, for heading that up. A place where people could come and get out of the cold when it's 20 degrees and be fed and have a warm place to sleep. Reaching out. You know, mission can even happen in our schools. Here's an example. Last month, we got a call or an email, I'm not sure which it was, from a teacher at Caravel Academy. 
and they had a student club there that put together 100 bags, it's called Braze Brown Bag Foundation to provide hope and nourishment. It's kind of a national thing. And so 100 bags, and in this bag there's pretzels, toothpaste, toothbrush, a bottle of water, oh, this is cool, uh, instant oatmeal, and there's a sheet of paper with different places where they can call for resources. And then we added our daily bread and our card that says just our simple way of saying God loves you, so do we. I thought it was a little bit odd that a Caravelle Academy teacher in Bear called a church in Middletown and said we have these bags. But we found out that one of her students, Michaela Franklin, who's one of our connection kids, goes to Caravelle Academy and they were putting all this together and she said, my church can do this. Isn't that awesome? That a middle schooler would say, yeah, this is what my church is all about. And so those bags came in, sat in Deb's office for a month. She's so glad they're out. And I am too, because what we'd like you to do is take a bag or two, and these are for you when you pull up to an intersection, and there are people there who are in need. Just hand them a bag and said, God loves you, and so do I. Lock your door and roll the window back up. put it through a little crack, I don't know. But, but this is what this is for. So we can, we can do that. And so please take a bag or two and be careful, but it's being Jesus with skin on food for the body and the soul. And when you see Michaela running around here, uh, next, they're on vacation right now, or she'd be right up here with me, um, be sure to affirm her in that. Reaching out. That's what mission is, reaching out to those around us, not waiting for them to come to us, not like come and see, but we're about go and do. We need to be a go and do church. Go and do, reaching out, not just waiting for people to walk in. We're reminded of Jesus' words, and actually it's Jesus' command. We share this a lot because it's really a, a bedrock belief that we have here at Connection. Matthew 28, would you read it with me, please? Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always even to the end of the age. So what I notice about this scripture is it's an action scripture. It's like the verbs of, of go and make and baptize and teach. We can't do that laying on our couch. We've got to do this as men and women, young people who love Jesus Christ. It's about reaching out. It's about being proactive. It's about being on the move. It's an action kind of thing. And that's who we are. That's who God wants us to be as Connection Community Church. And here's something that's really important for 
us to remember. It's not our mission that we're asking God to help us with. It's God's mission that we get to participate in. I'm going to say that again. It's not our mission that we say, hey, God, come join us. But it's God's mission that we get to participate in. Check this out. Um, It's a sermon um, segment from a guy named Mark Stevens. He says, part of what it means to live faithfully as God's people is to live as ones sent out into the world to avail ourselves to God in his ongoing mission and ministry in the world. But here's what I think, and here's kind of the meat of this. Mission is not something we do for God. It is not something we initiate and then invite God to participate in. Mission is what God is already active and at work doing in our world right now. The mission of God is something that we participate in on a daily basis. As we go about our lives at home, at work, at play, on the weekend, and in the community of God's people, our witness together grounds us as a witness, uh, I can't see it, that grounds us as witnesses in the story and the practice of God's mission. And so mission is not a once in a while, every now and then, when I feel like it kind of thing. Mission is not even something we do. Mission is a lifestyle. It starts from the inside. It starts with our heart. Mission is about constantly being on the lookout for ways that we're called to speak some words of life or to, to share an action that is countercultural, to do the right thing in the name of Christ. We're all in situations every day where we can be Jesus with skin on. St. Francis of Assisi said this over 800 years ago, preach the gospel at all times, say the rest, and when necessary, use words. Preach the gospel at all times, and when necessary, use words. In other words, let your life preach the gospel. With your life, show whose you are and who you are what you do, how you spend your time, your talent, your treasure. Be bold. It's not like we have eons of time in this world. We have this particular amount of time for such a time as this to make a difference, to be a missionary here, there, and everywhere. And so, selfie? or selfless, the most selfless act in history happened over 2,000 years ago. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Son of God the Father willingly stepped down from being at the right hand of God, and he was born in a stable. He was laid in a feeding trough. He was born into a world that was totally self-absorbed, not unlike today. And he came to show us what it would be like 
to care for others, to be so not all about me, but about others, to be servants, to have a servant heart. He taught that to his followers. He taught that, teaches that to us. Remember the words that I started with in Matthew 20. It's verse 26. Whoever wants to become great must become a servant. So today's question, what about you? Where are you with all this? How is God calling you to be the hands and feet? Where you work, in your home, in the community, here, to share God's love in a practical way. As Christians, those of us who say Jesus is our Lord, it's really not optional because it's our response to the loving relationship that we receive from Jesus Christ. It's our response for what Christ did for us on the cross. You know, to live a blessed life, to be spiritually filled, we must seek out opportunities to bless others. So connection, that's what it's all about. It's about reaching out, reaching out in mission, living in faith, seeking to serve with everything we've got from the inside out. That's the good news of the gospel. Let's, let's live it and let's believe it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, it is tough sometimes to get out of ourselves and think about others. And sometimes it's not very convenient either. But Lord, by your Holy Spirit, prompt us, maybe convict us, and fill us with the power that we need to serve you faithfully, to serve you joyfully, and to make a difference, especially to those who um, don't have a relationship with you or who have lost that relationship because of one reason or another. God, let our church be known by our actions. Let our church be known by love, sharing your love in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And everybody agreed and said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302 378 7692.